August 17th, we are hanging out with Lori and Brittany. And right now, we've got a little My Talk Loves Local with Deb Miller from Arrow Drapery and Blind. Hi, Debbie. Debbie, 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 are you there? I'm here. Hi, Debbie. So, Debbie, we're talking to you today, and your company is Arrow Drapery and Blind. You guys have been in the Twin Cities since 1950, and... um, there are one of the things I always think is very confusing about window treatments is there are so many places and what makes Arrow? I mean, obviously you're doing something right if you've been in business in 1950, but what are you proud of that makes you guys different? Well, besides offering the full line of Hunter Douglas premium products, um, Arrow Drapery and Blind is very well known for our service. Mm-hmm. Our customer service staff is outstanding. They go way over and above to make sure that every customer is taken care of. Our installers are certified by Hunter Douglas. Um, they um, measure and make sure that every window treatment is produced and installed exactly to your specifications. Uh, and all of our goal is to make sure you have uh, an exceptional shopping experience. Well, that is excellent because I will say, as somebody who's had like three different old houses, yeah, having um, somebody to come in and measure and install because of the size of the windows in these old houses mm-hmm. was kind of yep. it was so confusing. And it's funny because people will tell me my window is a standard window, <laughs> and I'll say there is no such thing as a standard window. So we have to measure every window very carefully. You guys do. And um, so what, like, if you do have someone come out, what does a home imp- in-home appointment, is it like an hour do you plan? Or uh, what's the well, typical? Um, typically it's about an hour and a half to two hours. Um, our staff, our design and sales team is very experienced. A lot of us have had over 20 or 30 years of interior design and window treatment experience. So, um, so what, um, I know personally, I spend a lot of time with clients. Um, so to, to back up a little bit before I even come out to a home, mm-hmm. I try to connect with the client, talk about their project. I, I just want to make sure I have all the, all the appropriate products and colors of fabrics with me when I come out. Um, so we spend a lot of time talking about their needs and looking at what they've had, what worked for them, what didn't work for them. And, um, and I have all of the product samples in my car and working samples. So, you know, we, um, spend a lot of time going through all those colors and products. And where are your showrooms? We have three showrooms. Uh, one is in Burnsville, one is in Maple Grove, and one is in Little Canada. So we're very easy to um, to reach. We're kind of um, spread out in those three areas of the city. And what's wonderful wonderful about having showrooms and galleries is you can come in and see the products in the window. We have lots of little vignettes with all of these all of the products in them, and you can see how they operate, what they look like. Um, and that's kind of, that is a real bonus. Um, and I, I do suggest that people even come in and see that before we set up an in-home consultation. Right. So they kind of know ahead of time what they're looking for. What's, what's the, uh, what's the big trend right now? If we were getting something for our window treatments, are we, what, is it a trend for colors or a fabric or what would you say it is? 
You know, um, there's always color trends. Uh, I, I think, you know, with all the new construction, you're still seeing so much gray, but the grays have warmed up. They're warmer tones, warmer grays in that color, um, in that color perspective, um, grays with tan, grays with taupes, um, and even, even the accent colors are warmer, like warmer whites instead of all that really stark bright mm-hmm. white and gray. Um, but another really big trend is motorization. There are so many smart homes being built now. Yeah. Um, so, um, and there's power being installed right at the window. So you don't have to worry about batteries. Um, and one thing that's wonderful, this is a wonderful tool that we have at Aero is we have a technology expert that I bring in right away in the beginning of a project. And uh, I just want to make sure that he can advise us with what we need to order to make sure that this will operate at, you know, the, at the best um, for the client. So that's, that's a free service. So we bring him in and he can even be there at installation. If you, if you think you need that extra assistance, setting everything up. So it's, but um, technology motorization is huge right now. Okay, and how about this? Do we have any, is Aero Drapery and Blinds having any, will there be any specials at the State Fair next week? Is there any deals? Well, um, we have right now, uh, our summer sale is going on. um, And because of our connection with Hunter Douglas, we are number one, the number one seller in the nation in in many of the products that we offer. So we negotiate up front with Hunter Douglas some very great um, sale prices and free options. Um, and that's going on right now through the end of the summer. I'm sure we can continue it into the state fair season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, we always are um, um, offering different promotions, different um, sale periods. So um, yeah, you could always check with one of our galleries or one of our salespeople to see what's new. Yeah, that's so cool. Oh, God, I'm, I'm old enough. I remember when the pleated blinds first came in and they were just like, Everything. I mean, you didn't have to have those rickety, you know, like wood or yeah. <laughs> other thing. I mean, remember when the fabric, fabric ones came? I don't know if it was like the late 80s or early <laughs> night. It was so exciting. Yeah, they don't even make those anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They've moved on. And how about my well, the I- last question for you then is, can you get with your window treatments or blinds or whatever you're using? Do you feel like you can get some energy efficiency, like helping with the heat or the cold in the winter? Well, I was just going to say the reason you don't see that single pleat fabric anymore is because it kind of uh, moved into a, a honeycomb fabric, mm-hmm. which has um, now even developed into a double honeycomb. So we have this cell within a cell technology that, um, you know, I don't have uh, the statistics, but I think it could save up to 20, 30 percent of your energy um, in the summer, uh, keeping your home cooler and in Mm -hmm. the winter, keeping it warmer. So it really, truly is the most insulating fabric out there. Um, but also it's, it helps with noise reduction too. So I have a lot of clients that are on, in the city and busy streets looking for noise reduction. So that cell, that, that Architella cell technology also helps with that. We need so you, it's, it's, we need you to get over here because they're working on the parking lot. And if anyone can hear any shaking <laughs> sounds, it's because there's like a bulldozer oh, no. outside and we've just got oh, aluminum no. blinds right? in here. Debbie, that's oh, all we have. Probably, 
it probably just like vibrates. It does. <laughs> oh, blind. It yeah. does. Well, we really appreciate um, you guys supporting our station. We're glad to support Arrow Drapery and Blind. And you guys have been around since 1950 and you do a great business and you will get uh, amazing prices. And Debbie, thank you for your time today. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks for inviting me. It was fun talking with you. Yeah. Great to talk to you. All right. When we come back, it's time for Brittany's Random Thoughts. And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. It's just, That's all it is. It's just random, Lori. I know. We were having a random apple conversation. Yeah. Grant, are you a green apple fan? Yeah, I like green apples. Now... Me and Lori agree on this. So green apples are not my favorite, but if you cut them up, I'm okay with it. But then the idea of biting into a green apple without (laughs) being cut up, we both are like, oh, it hurts my teeth just to think Uh, about it. Yeah, it's not the top of my Uh, list, but if they're chopped up, I'm with you for sure. Yeah. Also, if somebody else cuts up your apple slices, it's everything. (laughs) Isn't it? It's just like a sandwich, like in a salad. It's like if somebody else does it, it's... You're so nice. Yeah. (sighs) Okay, speaking of delicious little treats... We got a little sneak peek at the Girl Scouts' new dig, and it is a caramel brownie. Mm. A caramel brownie-inspired cookie. It looks delicious, and if you're like, I would like to see what it looks like, head on over to the MyTalk website and the Lori and Julia show links. What is this cookie called? It is called, they've always got something weird, right? I just keep seeing that it is, um, I don't know if they're giving it a full-on name yet. Oh, okay. They have got Adventurefuls is what I see on the box. That is not a great name, but that sounds like a delicious cookie, a salted caramel. It's literally like a, a little bowl they make with the brownie, and then they... In the center is all the caramel. caramel. And then they do the little drizzle of chocolate over it. Oh, my mm. gosh. I'm so glad we're doing our yogurt break next. Yeah, right. Um, okay, I love talking to you about fashion. You mm-hmm. are always one of my favorite people to talk to because you're kind of an iconic fashion, I think. I am? I feel like I'm a Slobovian. Okay, take it easy. All right. Um, At least the last year I've become a Slobovian. And that's what's wild. I, I consider this time in fashion right now to be the wild, wild west. No. Nobody knows where we're going. Nobody knows where we were. No um, one knows what we're wearing, except we're wearing comfortable shoes. Yeah, and when I did it today, I was, I've was i been miserable all day. So I looked at some of the 2021 fall fashion. Everybody knows that fall fashion is where it's at. And I want to ask you what you think. Uh, first one on the list was combat boots. You need a flat black boot. Love it. Hate it. Love it. Love it. And yeah. they, and they're saying really play around with what you wear it with. Wear it with, um, for example, one of the other fashions, a silk blend sil- slip dress is everything right now. Very 90s, right? Very 90s. I if know. we're wearing tights and com- combat boots. Again. I know, right? And of course, <laughs> you throw them on with some leggings. Oversized tailoring. Uh, people are not ready no. to go into tight things right now. And so, no, you don't like that? I, I, I don't. I've seen pictures of myself in the 80s and all my <laughs> oversized things. Yeah. And I'm like, so there I am, the thinnest, I know, tiniest, and I'm walking around looking like I'm in talking heads. Did you have shoulder pads pushing yes, out your shoulder? too big, too <laughs> big. Oh. I always thought of that when Allie McBeal would yes. walk in anywhere with her oversized everything. No. And, okay. and you know, and I didn't really like it. I tried to do it for a while. I feel like Julia Roberts showed up at an award show or something. Yeah. 
in like a paper bag pants and an oversized thing. And I'm like, if I were that, I'll be as cute as she was. It just, it, it's, it's slumpy. If you've never worn it before, I mean, have fun with it, but don't be surprised when you look at the pictures and you go, what the hell was I thinking? Yes, I, I could see that. I mean, I'm a big fan of oversized clothes, but I I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. Uh, tailored vests. I like a tailored vest. I In do fact, too. I got I got a tailored vest uh, uh, in Hill City, South Dakota. That's Interesting. Tell me more. Just, what material? Just, just kind of a, like a good one to like wear on, you know, with jeans or just wear as a vest. It was kind of a good fitted one, so you could just wear. Yeah. Like something little oh, under cute. it. Okay, yeah. you have to wear that when I'm here. Um, also on that same vein is corsets on top of shirts. I mean, Do why we wear a shirt under a corset? I Oh, you're just saying go full corset. Go full love. Corset, yeah. Oh, I mean, I love that. But yeah, I guess, you know, we've seen that look before. We've gone through it with Madonna. Yeah. And she really worked that menswear the corset, the shirt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's sexy. Um, and then last but not least, they're saying that puffer coats this year are going to be everywhere. Giant puffer coats, you know, the oh, ones like you the tie. the one that yeah. he did, those huge ones? Yeah. I feel like puffer coats have never gone away in Minnesota. Oh, I was just going to say, that's I also mean, very Minnesotan of us to be like, yeah, you yeah. need puffer coats all, all season the time. Long. All right, here is my selfish announcement. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift is adoptable if you need yourself taylor swift oh i should mention my yeah. foster dog yes. not the singer i songwriter right. also an icon but in a different way yeah um her nipples have shrunk now she looks like a normal dog okay what were they like hanging down to the ground they were huge, huge and gorge. yeah she wasn't a very big dog ever and so she just had huge i mean it was like dragging she had to lay down to eat oh i know it was actually really endearing um and, and what kind of a dog is this Taylor Swift? Pure mutt. She's oh. like about 40 pounds. She's lovely, really good with other dogs. If you're looking for that second dog who she just follows me around, likes to hang out, very funny, quirky, like she likes run, you know, sporadic. And are resumes. all the baby dogs gone? All of it. She watched all seven of her babies get adopted. <laughs> and now it's Taylor Swift's turn. So head on over to secondhandhounds.org. Taylor Swift, and that could be your next family member. Okay. Uh, Tamagotchis are back. Do you remember Tamagotchis? Uh, vaguely. The little digital pets that I'm sure drove oh, you yes, all yes, crazy. Yes, the, yes, you gotta yes. feed it if you don't. The, you know, it'll yes. die, and it's a whole thing. They're back in a big way. It's really common now to see um, a lot of Gen Z and millennials buy them. They're all over. Uh, they even have fun ones, like they have an R2-D2 one and some like little uh, you know throwback ones. So these aren't for little kids? No. I what mean, do you, What do you do with them? You gotta... I mean, you have to care for them. You have to love okay. them. Okay. When I was a kid, we would designate babysitters in oh our school. Gosh. But like, you were a kid. I mean, yeah, but like, do you want to have a time I got you again? I don't and take know. Care of they're one? only they're only twenty bucks. But right now, I have in my in my like household, I have 
five animals and a husband. Yeah, you at don't this have moment. time for a Tamagotchi. But like, also, maybe I should step up. You no, know, maybe it'll Brittany, get me used to motherhood. No, no, no. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, during the show, just me. I gotta feed my Tamagotchi. I mean, I can't believe that grown-up people want to have one of these <laughs> me things. Too. I mean, really, it's a pretty. Uh, yeah, it's uh, okay. So, as you remember. Okay. Okay. Tiger King was everywhere. Everywhere. That was the beginning of COVID. Yeah. I mean, we. it's funny how something blows up so much and then just disappears. Yeah. Well, the Tiger King star, Mr. Joe. Yeah, Joe yes. Exotic. Yes, Joe Exotic. Joe, thank you. Um, he is finally given up all of his animals, the remaining of his animals, to the Department of Justice. So... If you're worried about that, if that's something that you would at all kept tabs on, don't worry. They're now officially. I guess I thought they were already in the hands of. Well, I thought Carol Baskin's got them all, but I guess not. So, no. Uh, Happy they cheated. Carol put her husband in the wood chipper. (laughs) Hands down. No doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. No doubt. There's a lot of things I'm on the fence about, but yeah, that's for sure. So there you go. Some random thoughts. There you go. Well, we we learned a lot and nothing at the same time. So that's a successful random thought, Brittany. Thank you. All right, listen. uh, When we come back, we're talking to a friend of our shows, Katie Vernon. There's an ABBA tribute show coming up, you guys, a week from Thursday that might be pretty cool. So we're going to talk to her about that. We'll be right back. There's a little ABBA for you, and we are being joined right now by Katie Vernon, who she's in a... Hi, Katie. Hi, that's my favorite song. Well, you know what? And I always forget about Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by ABBA, that the beginning of that song, Madonna sampled. I know. And so what we do, we do a little breakdown in, you know, with the bass solo and we throw in a little bit of the Madonna song and uh, people that know go a little crazy. They love it. I bet they do. So, Katie, it's so good to talk to you. You're a musician. You live here in the Twin Cities. Um, We're friends on Facebook and Twitter and we're we're fans of yours. But I know um, you've got this uh, tribute to ABBA show that you guys uh, have been yeah. doing. Did it just start like again, like maybe a month ago? Yeah, we, um, well, we did our first show. Um, we did an outdoor event in a park in Shoreview. They do music in the parks. And um, so that was in July. And then last weekend, we did a show down in St. Michael or up in St. Michael. Mm-hmm. I have no sense of direction, but it was a lot of fun. Um, they have a big outdoor stage. And then this one on a riverboat um, in Stillwater is our last one we have booked because nobody knows how to book music right now. It's, you know, everything is obviously so up in the air. Right. Um, so we're just really grateful that we have had a chance to do it. And, you know, it's been pure escapism and pure fun for everybody. Yeah. Well, I saw the the costume that you made, your with yeah. the go-go boots and the red, <laughs> the hot pants and the top. So what, what gal Those are you? Those are pretty hot pants. Those are pretty I hot pants. I- they are well. Um, you, uh, your listeners and yourself should uh, look up the Ring Ring uh, video. It's not a super well-known song by ABBA, but it's truly the best outfits they ever wore. They're just incredible, and um, you know, just so much fun to dress up in. And so I decided to recreate um, kind of the craziest costume that Agnetha ever wore, and she's the blonde. Uh, but during COVID, my co-singer, the beautiful, talented Jenny Russ. Um, kind of went natural blonde too, so I'm a bit mad at her because she's kind of stealing my hair. Look. Right. But, uh, 
so we got a couple of blondes, but you know, blondes have more fun. You know that. That's so, so true. Got double the blondes. That's <laughs> so true. Okay, so the tribute, uh, the tribute to ABBA on the St. Croix River. It's next yeah. Thursday, August twenty sixth. Yeah. Five thirty. Um, How do we get tickets? And, well, the best way to find it um, is to go on Eventbrite. Um, that's kind of a, a good, um, just general event site where you'll find it. And um, let me see what they've called it. They call it Tribute to Abba on the St. Croix River. So it's a bit of a mouthful. But if you even type in Abba, I'm sure you'll find it. Yeah. And um, it's Rhapsody Events is the company that put this on. And, and they've done all kinds. I, I think that, um, you know, Cat's done one. There's a lot of really great musicians that have done these river cruises. And we've never done it. So I think it's going to be a real riot. So. Oh, and people yeah, were going crazy today for ABBA because people <laughs> thought that there was going to be music new music mm-hmm. and it was a yeah it was a visit to the abba museum that got you know people got all excited about it and it blew into oh they're having a press conference to announce right. new music from the band yeah. and it was just frenzied well, fans there was yeah, nothing they keep to it. Teasing it yeah i mean they've, they've been throwing out some teasers the last few years um you know i mean they truly are just such a solid band a lot of people know some of the hits they don't know you know some of the deeper cuts that we do but you know we play all the favorites we don't play too cool for school we play everything people want to hear and then some you know and um it's just a really good time and what i'm most proud of is that the musicianship in this band is really good you know you're going to have fun but we're not making fun of the music we're not you know goofing around in in you know crazy outfits we're doing all of that but we're also you know really playing the songs as well as we can and there's some beautiful amazing melodies and harmonies in those songs so it's it's a very good time yeah and how was it was have you you've gotten because you've done some other music things i mean i know you have your your band that you played the ukulele ukulele yeah. in and and yeah. i don't know that you guys are together but it's been such oh, a hard just, year yeah well my band just broke up so um yeah it's been a little bit of a hard year um you know i mean you guys know like every single event you know just got postponed and mm-hmm. and then the spring got kind of crazy because i started uh actually playing some big shows with my band and solo that had been canceled in 2020 so i was trying to keep up the pace of booking some new things and then you know doing all of these rescheduled shows and it was all a bit manic and i in the meantime i'd had to get a full time job because you know I can't pay my bills if I'm you know not performing Mm -hmm. so um it kind of felt like everything all at once and and the guys in my band you know kind of all found ways they wanted to move on and try different things so we officially had our last big band show but um you know I'll never stop yeah we'll always write music and you know I'll always be churning stuff out and and I wrote a pretty um pretty feisty breakup song so you know the boys in the band will all hear that someday okay <laughs> and rue the day they left me. No, I'm kidding. But, um, you know, it's all good. It's all good. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we all know that, um, you know, this, the last year and a half has really shown what matters in life. And you can't take any of, you know, the music stuff too seriously. But it is, I think it is pure, beautiful, bonding escapism. And mm-hmm. if we can do it safely and, and, you know, crowds can kind of stay in their little pods and mask if they go indoors, then, um, you know, that's the way that we're trying to do it. Yeah. And you can't take anything for granted, you know. I mean, any week they could close down venues again. So, you know, we're just trying to... 
just really put on a good show while we can. And, you know, the, the amount of talent in the band is really, I'm really proud to be a part of it. You know, yeah. it's, it's kind of goofy and silly, you know, and we all have a good time. But um, at the end of the day, you know, the music's really strong and it, it's like putting on a little mini show. It's, I always say it's like Mamma Mia without the bad plot. Yeah. People get mad at me because people love Mamma Mia. So you can't ever say anything bad about it. But, um, you know, I kind of do feel that way. But I mean, that Mama is, that, that is what made the movie, you know, was yeah, all of the music yeah. and the you know, loosely based on that. It made it right. so much. And I love, you know, that they did that. It was yeah. a very creative news. You know, I'll never forget, you know, when my kids were little, we watched Mamma Mia together and they looked at me at the end and they said, well, will there be a second one? I said, I don't know. I, I mean, what more is there, you know, to say? And and then one of my little girls, you know, at times she went, well, in the second one, they could try to find out who the grandpa was. Oh, <laughs> and sure <laughs> enough. I'm like, I guess. Anyway, probably a better plot than the second one was. I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, and I just performed this past weekend with your good friend Dan Israel. He did his um, seventh annual Dan Israel and Friends Folk Fest. So, you know, I still get out and do a lot of solo stuff too. And, um, you know, we all of us appreciate the support that you guys give to oh. music. Yeah, we were going to have. You know, you just keep blogging away. Yeah, we do. And we were going to have, um, you know, one of our favorite things is we like to have. You know, musicians that live here, you know, come out to the fair. And um, because of the vaccination status and not knowing everything, we're not going to be able to have Mm -hmm. any guests be in our building and up on our stage. And Julia and I are just, we just are stamping our feet about it. Um, Even though we know like some of the, like Dan, I know is vaccinated or whatever, but it's just Mm -hmm. like that we just have to make a cutoff. Yeah. Well, speaking of the fair, so one of my other hobbies that is brand new to me, and it does tie back to ABBA, is that I've been making little tiny stuffed mice just to amuse myself in different outfits. And the most recent ones I made are all wearing very specific little ABBA costumes. <laughs> but I entered the Sips Creek family, and I called them, um, or they call them, uh, or anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, Squeaks Creek. And yeah. I entered a family of four little mice that looked like the Sips Creek family, and I entered them into the creative activities. So I'm hoping they'll oh. win a ribbon, but frankly, you know, they're a bit silly. That's so, that's, that's so great, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when I can't sit there and do the ukulele when I'm on the phones at my job, you know, i got to keep myself busy somehow. Well, so, Katie, yeah, if your listeners are yes, curious, go to Scratch Mice. We, we will do that. Mice on Instagram. All right, well, thank you so much for having me on. And, yeah, come on out. Look up uh, Absolutely Fab. We're on Facebook, and you can see our crazy costumes, if nothing else. But and come, in, and come and see us at the fair if you get out there. I will if I get out there. Yeah, okay. I've been vaccinated. So. Okay. All right, <laughs> All right. Katie. Well, lots of love. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, you're so Bye. welcome. Again, the tribute to ABBA on the St. Croix River. It's a week from uh, Thursday night, and it's 530 to 830 River Cruise. She's, She's so darling. dang cute. Oh, yeah. Right. And I've seen her little, the little mice uh, thing. I haven't seen the... Um, the recent S one. Creek, that, yeah, that yeah, one, yeah. but I feel like that's going to get uh, Moira Rose. Uh, little mouse would be adorable, especially if it has one of the little wigs on. I love yeah. how she called it Squeaks Creek. Squeaks Creek. That's so cute. That is super cute. All right, we have a lot to Hollywood speak mm. today, including um, this actress is quote-unquote very happy about another actress getting her role. 
We'll discuss. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Okay. So last week, Brittany, we learned that yeah. actress and famous sibling to Jonah Hill, mm-hmm. Beanie Feldstein, would play Fanny Bryce in the first ever Broadway revival of Funny Girl. Okay. Okay. And that sentence alone could be Leah, Mich- Leah Michelle's origin Joker style movie if they ever make one about yeah. Leah Michelle. Because yeah. Leah's role. Uh, she's been living a life inspired by Barbara for a long, long time. And we just know that she was heartbroken at this news because she talked about it. I mean, I think she's saying, I feel like she's saying a funny girl song in Glee. I think so. As Rachel. And I also think that she's talked about, she's saying, don't rain on my parade. In the first season of Glee. Oh, yeah. And in the later season, she goes on to star in a funny girl revival when her character, Rachel Berry, moves to New York City. And Ryan Murphy was considered staging a funny girl revival with Leah in the lead role. And it just felt too soon after Glee. And then she was on Watch What Happens Live. And she said she would do, you know, she really hoped that she could do Funny Girl. You know, she's really talked about it, talked about it, talked about it, talked about it. So, to, so you know, here's here's what uh, she says. Yes, you are the greatest star. This is going to be epic. She just left it in a comment on another person's story. Oh. I know. She really wanted to scream, didn't she? She wanted to holler. And you know what? She's got her stock right now is so down. The only thing she can do is look supportive because all that's coming out about Glee is that she was not supportive to one cast member ever. Pooped in somebody's wig. Yeah. Speaking um, of White Lotus. <laughs> very similar to our lifestyle here <laughs> right. at my talk. Somebody pooping in someone's wig. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and so I think she just has to play the supportive role. Yeah. And she is just, you know, to all of her friends and families, she's freaking out. And she really would have been good. It's too bad. She's just uh, yeah. made, has, gave, created this reputation for herself by her own actions. Yeah, and I actually just, think she might be one of those people that I, and maybe because she did her role so well, and maybe it's because of her reputation, I would rather see somebody I'm not so used to seeing. So I can, you know, it's the idea that we watch yeah. a lot of things with um, uh, Nicole um, Kidman. Kidman. And we always just see Nicole Kidman. And I think this would be a, a situation where I would just see Mich- Lee Michelle. Lee Michelle, yeah. So I think it's actually good. And the, I don't know if you saw Book Smart. This girl was so oh. good in Book Smart. She's, fa- I think she's going to be fabulous. Me too. Yeah, It'll be me fun. Too. Um, okay, so there we go. Uh, well, here's something. Did Britney Spears, was she married to her manager, Jason mm-hmm. Trawick, in 2012? In um, Okay, in Tuesday's episode of Toxic, the Britney Spears story, this is a podcast, mm-hmm. there was an accounting report in her conservatorship case. They got the documents. And they noticed a $9,150 payment on October 1st, 2012 for consultation on dissolution of marriage. And it was under conservators' legal fees. And dissolution of marriage can only mean one thing. There was a marriage. That's right. And there was a D-I-V-O-R-C-E. I wouldn't doubt this. I mean, think about it. 
I think at that point, too, she was, I mean. They re- missed redacting that. I don't think they meant for that to be out. I know. I mean, she was like in her life. Yeah. They were together for like four years and then he was just gone. And then they, it was just gone. Gone. So why does it cost $9,000 to dissolve a marriage? Does that go some go to him then? Well, I mean, they just didn't redact it. It probably was more than that, but it was under conservatorship fees and they were redacting things, but yeah. this one didn't get the Sharpie. Wh- what what cost $9,000? Well, that could have been a... Um, like a payment of somebody? Payment. It's, it's it could like- have been 27 hours of legal work. You know, mm, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just one thing. I'm sure that didn't cost... $9,150. Yeah. Of course, it probably cost her more. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, they were married. I mean, I'd be interested to hear what he has to say, he's but I'm sure he's got anything. an NDA that's, that's right. uh, you know, thicker than my wallet. All right. Hollywood speak Daniel uh, Craig. Uh, he's talking. He's talking to UK's Candace magazine. And he said uh, he was asked about um, uh, giving away money. And mm-hmm. he said, I don't want to leave great sums to the next generation. I think inheritance is quite distasteful. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, what? So, so, so. Distasteful. This, uh, this isn't done. It's just like <laughs> such a privileged thing to say, right? Isn't it? Like, oh, inherited oh. wealth. It's just distasteful. Oh, it leaves a, a bad, bad taste, taste in my, in my mouth. mouth. Don't tell your child I mean, or your children. I, well, I don't know, Lori. He's an idiot. And even if you think that, who says that? I know. And then he says, isn't there an old adage that if you die a rich person, you've failed? So he's trying to spend all of his coins. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. What is he I, doing with it? What's he do? I never hear about him doing anything. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. He made a lot of money for Bond and yeah. he's got his Bond movie. I don't know. I Distasteful is really, really putting a strong stamp on it. Like throw a sick party. Like what do you like? Do something. If you're going to act like you're spending all your cash, like I haven't. Give away some right now. I know. Say I'd like to, you know, yeah. um, whatever. Do something instead yeah. of, oh, it's Do uh, a. <laughs> You know, yeah. a Bezos move and just go quickly check on the outer space right. and come back so you can brag to all your friends. Right. Okay. Are you worried at all? Like the New York Post every year. Then I realize this. The New York Post runs a story about a month before the Met Gala. and But the crux is always the same. The Met Gala is over. It's not cool anymore. No one's going. Yeah. It sucks because the C-list is getting in. Yeah. I remember when this happened the first year after Kim Kardashian was Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Kris Jenner came and then, you know, Kylie and all of a sudden. Okay, so now the New York Post is clutching their pearls and saying that the Met Gala will have, um, that the A-list publicists and agents say their people don't want to go because of the Instagrammers and TikTokers that have been invited. Well, isn't there like, yeah, well, first off, if you're not going to fight, if you're going to fight and the evolution of how fame happens, then you're already out. You're out of the loop. Like, yeah. and so, but it's funny because what, what's their rule too? You can't take any selfies at all. Uh, Which people do. Yeah. Right. Of yeah. course. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's wild because it's like if people who are so good at trend setting when they fight 
the wave of change. Yeah. I mean, it never turns out like good. Fogies, yeah. right? Like, right. You're mad at TikTok fame? Like, what is everybody else? Some crappy movie that they hit it big? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the difference at this point? Yeah. Um, yeah, Addison Ray is invited, and there's a couple other people. Um, and um, anyway, they're they're worried that Ben Affleck is not going to be <gasps> coming because he's filming two movies, and that was our big reunited public appearance we were so hoping for. You know who's not worried about Ben Affleck not going? Ben Affleck. You know he hates that event. I mean, could you imagine being told, like, somebody like Ben Affleck, like, yeah. you're going to wear something uncomfortable. You're going to be constant. Like, I mean. We've seen him at the Met Gala before, and now he's a different man. I know. It's he's got that. 17 years later. He's got that Phoenix tattoo he can show off in some cutout suit. Yeah. I anyway, yeah, that. he's filming Hypnotic and The Flash. And he has to go to the Venice Film Festival. Is The Flash still a thing? I feel like he screwed that up long ago, or no? Ben Affleck? Yeah. I mean, I watched The Flash on, you know, the CW. The, the CW. I know you and the CW go way back. Grant, are they still? I didn't know they were still making The Flash. I yeah. thought he. I guess they Yeah, are. no, they're doing a movie, and that's where the whole interaction with the old Batmans are coming back into play, because they're going to create, that's where we're going to see Michael Keaton. So yeah. the Flash and the Batman, they live in the same world. Yeah. In the same universe, yes, and they, essentially. And they don't fight each other. They like each other. Mm, yeah, for the most part. right? Oh, now. that's an answer. By the way, the Met Gala, people will have to show their vaccination cards. Good. Yeah. Good for them. Good for us. Yeah, and uh, Marcus Samuelson is the chef. You know, remember when he used to have Akavit way long ago down in the IDS? No, okay. Anyway, so, yeah, I think... You're right. I think you got that one exactly right. They got <gasps> mad about Addison Ray and then a YouTuber, Emma Chamberlain, who's 20 and dropped out of high school to vlog about her life. Those two gals are Don't fight it. Don't Go fight with it. it. Go with the program. Yeah. Maybe you learn something. Yes. All right. Very good. Listen, uh, we got to catch up with the Queen of Pop on the other side of the five o'clock hour. Madonna had a birthday yesterday. <gasps> she got a new crown. Hmm.